You are listening to the Photo Bomb Podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boure and Gary. <laughs> Welcome to the Photobomb Podcast. My name is Gary Perry, and joining me as always is Gary Hughes. Well, howdy. This is episode number... 75. 75? Yeah. I, guess, I thought it was higher than 75. 75. Is it higher than 75? No, I can... Uh, I can was d- it like 78 last time or something? No, this will lines? be episode 75. Well, that's uh, that's an important episode, don't you think? Yeah. I think the 75, it's... Uh, it's episode we're entering sort of a. Our, I think we've got our groove. I think we know who we are. So sad. I think we know what we're if doing. This, if this is the pinnacle of what we are, <laughs> this is no, very sad. This is great because uh, now we're going to start uh, collecting Social Security from the Podcast Guild. I mean, really? <laughs> if only there were such a thing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, well, also, 75 episodes means that we have been around longer than like 90% of podcasts. I wonder what the. Um, I, yeah, I wonder what the over and under is on podcasts. How long do they last? I don't know, but there's no way we haven't beat it by now. I would think so, yeah, because I would think that most podcasts a year is pretty strong. Yeah, I would say. Um, you know, but you, we've done every week. We've had an episode pretty much every single week. We've yeah. been there. No, we're not pretty much every week. I was feeling... We've never had a week off. No, I was feeling a little nostalgic on my drive over here today as I was uh, listening to ACDC's greatest hits and uh, sitting in traffic behind three collisions on the way here. And I was thinking that, um, you know, we have a very special place in the lives of our listeners. We're with them uh, in their cars, in their homes, while they're editing their, their images. And they allow us into their lives every single week. Why are you laughing? We're not a special place in anybody's... It's a stupid podcast. People listen to podcasts and the radio and everything. And, and we could be gone tomorrow and nobody would know. And that's no. We're not, you're not a special place. In people. I was, I, as we all know, I did this for many years. I was a radio dish for years. You can be on the air for 10 years in a town and then leave. And we, a week later, no one remembers that you were ever there. Well, you're just gone. Well, thanks for taking a crap. I'm just saying. That. Yeah, pretty much. You know what it is? I'm looking outside. If you can hear that, uh, dear listeners, it's, it's, raining. It's, it's raining. It's a rainy. Uh, it's, it's an afternoon. It's three o'clock. On in the afternoon, it's right here as we're recording, which means that um, it is not a rainy night in Georgia. No, it's a rainy night in Florida. That's right. It's a rainy afternoon. Obviously, Gary doesn't know that song because he would have burst right into a version of it if he recognized. Yeah, that's. Song. that's, that's I was going to say. Song? I think you, I rainy I, night in Georgia. I was thinking that you were going to accuse me of possibly like laughing. I said no, it wasn't funny. But yes, I totally would have burst into song if I'd have known it. Yes, yeah, that's true. Did, yeah, that's why I tried to set you up. You know me so well. See, uh, maybe seventy-five episodes later. I'll be able to pull that off, where I'll set you up for the joke, and you'll be able to the get it. The problem is, there's just a sometimes, although I think we overlap on many things that we like and remember, I think that your knowledge of certain things is just going to go back further than oh, mine. Oh, my knowledge of most things. <laughs> going to go back much further. Yeah, well, much. Much further. Much further. Okay, so um, I went to Burger King the other day. I, but you're a McDonald's guy. I am, but the Burger King has the uh, breakfast burrito, so I thought I'd get the breakfast burrito. Yeah. And... Uh, I love uh, drive through people who just don't care. Just do not care. Here's your food. Go. You know, I, I pulled up and it was, I, I had ordered two breakfast burritos. And I... Uh, All for you? Uh, well, no. Uh, I called Bobby. I was going to the new house. And I said, you want me to bring you something? And she said, no, which means I'm going to eat yours. So I bought two because I knew. <laughs> and sure enough, when I got there, she's like, what'd you get? I'm like, I got you a breakfast burrito. Here you go. Because she says no, but we, it means yes. Man, you are such a good husband. <clears throat> that's, that's not a good uh, husband. It's self-preservation. She's going to eat my food if I don't bring her some food. Yeah, that's true. There's almost no way that uh, your wife isn't going to eat some of what you got. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. No, well, let me, oh, no, let me say, my, my wife is very strange. Uh, 
if she has no food, she wants some of your food. But if she has food, she does not want any of your food. Case like, in point. Oh, oh, try this. It's going to be good. No, thank you. No. No, thank you. Yeah, but this is great. This is the best chicken fried chicken I've ever had in my life. <laughs> you need to taste this. I'm good. Thank you. How can you be good when someone is holding what they claim to be the greatest? Like even just to try it. No. Yeah. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a dessert. I don't care what it is. She never wants. She's like, no, I've got my food and I do not want any of your food. Huh. What the hell? I don't know. But anyway, Burger King burritos. That story is better than the Burger King burrito story. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, the, so it was $2.15. So I get up to the window, and she's like, two fifteen. I said, yeah. I said, uh, you know, you don't want it two, right? And she goes, two fifteen. Because that's for two. Two fifteen. So that's for two. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm trying to make sure I'm not ripping you off here. Well, that's my thing. I, th- I thought, how can anything possibly be a dollar and seven cents and it was a big, like a big, it was a big burrito. So I'm like, there's nothing that's a dollar. Nothing, nothing could be a dollar, right? It has to be two fifteen for think, one. I believe McDonald's has an entire dollar value menu. Yeah, but this I is Burger King. Okay, clearly. And, and I thought, well, it'd be like, a, but it was like a big size thing. Yes. But I just love it when you come across that person who just really does not want to deal with you and your face any longer. <laughs> could you please just give me the, I, I want to use the minimal amount of language and words to get you out of my face. I'm not going to say anything other than two fifteen. I'm not going to say, no, it's 215 for two. I'm not going to explain. I'm just going to keep saying 215 until you figure it out. No effort. And I thought, that's customer service. Wouldn't it be great if we could do that at a wedding? (laughs) It's like, could you take a, could you just stick, I'm sorry, could you just do one more picture before you go with my family? 9 p.m. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. That's all you say. You just go, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. I'm done at 9 p.m. Yeah, I, I had I had a very similar like normally like I enjoy my interactions with customer service representatives, servers, checkout people, and it's always a smile. I try to be you know pleasant, <laughs> like hey, how you doing? Good to see yeah. you. Oh, there's a great sale on bananas. I don't know whatever the heck it is, you know. Right. But I went through one of those drive-through oil change places the other day because my car was like twelve thousand miles due for an oil change or something right. like that. And so I um, I went through and I sat and the guy comes up and he hands me the pricing menu and he's just this big old Southern country boy and he just hands me the menu and he goes. How many miles you got? Like, <laughs> um, 200, 207,000 miles, which is how many miles are on my Corolla, by the way. And, uh, and he goes, all right, that's a high-mileage vehicle. You're going to want the high-mileage oil change. The sign outside says eighteen ninety nine. Oh, it's not going to be eighteen ninety nine. It was 55 Oh, oh $55. Oh, $55 and, is cheap. When I go to get my oil change, it'll be, it's over 100 every time. Right. And so, uh, so 55 was for the oil change. And I go, is it, is it that much different? He goes, yeah. <laughs> goes, your car's got high miles you need a high mile drill change i go uh-huh yeah i said you know what i said this car could explode i said that's like 55 dollars is 10 percent of the value of, of the this car, car. <laughs> so i'm gonna go ahead and just get the 1899 oil change you know <laughs> it's a question of math it's really a question of math if you could all take out your calculators yeah. and let me explain to you yeah. the value of the car is 400 dollars, and therefore 55 dollars is a high yeah. too much of a percentage and cost if he, and if he couldn't have been already checked out emotionally and mentally out of his job that day once he realized i was only getting the 19 dollars oil change it was like that was it took the right. menu back oh yeah. walked away oh yeah he don't have nothing to do with it. he can't upsell you yeah and so somebody's underneath my car it's one of these places where they got the pit underneath you right. and you drive right over top 
so they all a have guy, the pit. There's a guy in the ground underneath, right? And they got my hood open and stuff. So eventually they closed the hood, and and I was like, I was afraid to ask if they put washer fluid in there. <laughs> no, <laughs> you guys, you guys make any anyway. So right at the end, he just looks over the car and he just does a little finger finger twirl in the air, and I'm just sitting there like, is he signaling another guy behind me? What's going on? And he looks over at me again, does the finger finger twirl in the air, and I go and I lean my head at the window, and go. Do you want me to start the car? <laughs> <laughs> this is a universal symbol for start the car. Just so you know, the twirling finger in the air, that's, that's the symbol yeah, for start the car. Yeah, and so, you know, I'm driving out, and I'm just doing my big, goofy, like, I work in the air conditioning, white-collar smile, and I'm just like, have a great day, sir. <laughs> See, when I go, when I go, because I'm religious, I go every 5,000 miles, I have them do everything that they say they want to do. Right. And this is why I'm convinced my car has never given me a problem, because I do all the preventive maintenance. But as a result, when I show up, once I come up in the computer, I get like the concierge service. I'm like the uh, French uh, maitre d' with the high-powered guy who comes, you know, Oh, hello, Mr. Bedot, Mr. Perret, come right this way at your table, you know, brushing off the seat for me in the whole nine yards. They treat me like a god because they yeah, like own me. When John Goodman shows up, they all you can eat seafood bars. Exactly. Like, ah, Mr. Goodman. Yeah, that good. I don't know why they're French. At the all you can eat at Chi Chi's. <laughs> <laughs> the French, the French guy at Chi Chi's. They were the Chi Chi's Pizza, by the way, and all you can eat pizza place here in Florida. Chi Chi's is a like Mexican a, place, like a hungry house in the south of the country. But first of all, why would they be happy when he shows up? Because it seems to me he's going to eat too much. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was going for the funny. All right, could have just. Well, when you it. analyze that joke, you realize that it would be no. When he shows up at the pay by the slice, <laughs> this then, is why you don't analyze the joke. Oh, I got it. When he shows up at the custom clothing store? Maybe, yeah, because there's a lot of yardage, a lot of fabric okay. there. Sure. I, I give up. Still give not up. as good. Not it's as not strong. As good. It's not as okay. strong. <laughs> All right. So one of the things we have to talk about is we have to talk about the PPA copyright thing because uh, a bunch of letters went on. If you remember the PPA, you got an email about this this week. You the Professional Photographers of America, yes. Um, I remember I got, them. I got a second email because I'm a counselor. 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 And uh, they're very big on this. And it's one of those things that it's very easy to just go, oh, whatever, and you just let it go. But this is actually a very big deal for PPA and a very big deal for photographers, even if you're not in the PPA, because they have been working in uh, Washington. And I know this is dry, boring stuff, but they have been working to get a small claims court established for copyright infringement. Which would be huge. Huge for us. Like, so somebody is using your images without permission or infringes upon your intellectual property, you would have a way without having to go get a lawyer and go do a whole big thing where you could file a claim in court without having to cost you a million dollars to do it. Right. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd be worth pursuing in that case, for you to protect your intellectual property. So PPA is going to have a couple of webinars about this. If you want to learn more about it, you can go to their website, ppa.com, and uh, they've got, uh, it's, way, it's uh, ppa.com slash... Uh, yes, the PPA, well, it's I on the I blog. It here, but I don't. It's on the blog, the PPA it's Today the, blog. That's right, oh, I posted, yeah, I posted it on the, uh, I posted and it's it on, on the, the uh, Facebook group. It's on the Facebook page, the Photobomb, so photobomb. check that out. And, uh, you can, and what, what people don't know, too, that... Uh, uh, PPA, a lot of their membership money will go towards where, like, the CEO, David Trust, and the members of the board of directors, they go to Washington, D.C. on a regular basis to yes. lobby for copyright protection for photographers. And that is a benefit. What's crazy about it, it's a benefit that not just PPA members get. It's a benefit that every single photographer right. in America gets. Right. It's not just for us. It's right. for everybody. And so, and, and not just photographers, but anybody who creates intellectual property. And uh, here's anybody the thing. who's creative. Here's the thing. Especially in this season... Everyone likes to complain about politics, but let me tell you something. It's very easy to go online, 
go to the website of your representative, and there'll be a place right there where you can easily put in a little comment or something along those lines. And it's very easy to go there and say, hi, I'm a photographer, and I really think you should vote for this small claims court thing. I really think you should push this through. And believe me, they pay attention to this stuff. Now, this is the type of stuff that I would write to my local congressman. Uh, your local congressman pays attention. You know, dear, decisions are made by those who show up. Dear and, Senator and it, Rubio, yeah. yes, the Chick-fil-A by my house does not have unsweet tea. <laughs> they only have that raspberry-flavored crap. Is there anything that you can do? Sincerely, Gary. Yeah. yeah but that, especially that the people in the House of Representatives, because they have such, you know, the senators got the whole state. But the House of Representatives guy, they got a little zone. Yeah, they got their district. And every vote matters. And if you go in there and tell them, this is what I want, you're my, you're my guy. Even if you didn't vote for him, I, you know, you're my guy, and I want this. They'll pass it. I would like to have the PPA copyright bill passed. I want to be able to sue that mofo who used my picture on the side of his truck. I do not advocate for his pest control business, nor do I want his picture being used. I've never used his services, Your Honor. I don't know why we became Southern. I don't either. Did you see, by the way, did you see there was a guy who wrote an article about, it wasn't about, you know, the PPA copyright thing, but it was about copyright in general. There's a guy who wrote an article about it who, uh, he had he did a close-up picture of a mosquito or something. Now, does the mosquito want the and copyright? No, he just talked about the hundreds of times that it has been stolen and used on on pest control websites and trucks and billboards and how he's just constantly having it ripped off and how it's impossible for him to fight it because it will, you know, he sends cease and desist letters, but if they don't do it, it's going to cost him more money in legal fees to fight it than he could possibly get back in damages. Right. And that's why we need the small claims court. Yeah, it's going to be uh, awesome and it's something that I think PPA has been working on for almost 10 years, I think. Right. And so uh, this is sort of the culmination of years of effort towards getting something like this, some way that uh, photographers and other creative professionals can uh, protect their intellectual property without having to have a huge company or law firm behind them. So um, if you need one more information on that, just check it out on the uh, Photobomb Facebook page. There's a link right to it, and you can read all about it, and you can check in on one of those webinars. You can find out more. What else we got going on today, boo-boo? Uh, well, that's it. That's all I had. Yeah, it's copyright thing. Okay, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple of things. We did a Facebook Live video right before. Uh, yeah, we did. And we had a question come in uh, from one of our loyal listeners. Ooh, go ahead. And, I want to uh, hear that. It was uh, Scott, right? What Scott, Scott Head. Scott from Head. From Jacksonville. Uh, not Jacksonville, uh, Florida, but Jacksonville, Arkansas. Jacksonville, Arkansas. And he said, his question was, do you ever print on site? And if so, can you talk about your workflow? Um, I, I do. I don't, so you better take that one. I have, but I only do it in terms of a photo booth. Um, I've never, uh, so I print four by sixes. And my workflow is that I'm tethered to a laptop. We send feeds to the printer. And I use a high T printer. So you take the picture, it feeds immediately to what the laptop. What kind of printer is that? I think people are. High T. Like, we're having high T? High T. Well, you know, I always, I, pronounce me. It, I always pronounce it hitty, but it's not. It's pronounced like high T, I think, because it's Korean. H-I-T-I. When you use the printer, do you have to lift your pinky? You do. Okay. You have know. to lift the pinky. Okay. I do. By the way, I do lift the pinky when I drink. When you drink? Tea. I do have that. If I have a little tea? cup, the pinky is out. Well, you know, there's a it, with, a, with a regular size, like, small teacup, there's a high probability that pinky, which is uh, nature's reject finger, it's, like, good for nothing, is going to trip something up. It's going to get in the way. Okay. You know? So I actually uh, will also lift the pinky. Well. I'm okay with the lift. You almost right. feel like you have to. I think it's instinctual, even. Even if you didn't know, I think you just do it. You think so? Otherwise, you hold the teacup like, like an old Chinese wise man with the cup in the palm of your hands. And that doesn't make any sense, because tea is hot sometimes. Okay. If it's hot. So what you're saying is that the Chinese people don't know how to drink tea. No, they invented correctly. tea. No, oh, they really the invented letters, it. The letters, the letters. Tea the comes letters. from China. 
the letters. T does not come from England, by the way. T right. came from China. Right. But anyway, uh, you what were, were we talking about? The printer. Yes. Just because people are going to want to know where they can get one and why you picked that particular It's H-I-T-I, Haiti, and I picked it because your, uh, it, it was one of the fastest printers you can buy. And your cost of goods is pretty low. Is it's it like pretty economical on the on the uh, toner? A hundred bucks for six hundred and sixty four by sixes. A hundred bucks for six hundred and sixty four by sixes. Yes. So that's you're paying about six dollars and sixty. I mean, six cents. Six cents a, a print at four by six. That's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, so I'm tethered to the laptop, and the laptop is tethered to the printer. So I use a couple of different uh, programs. One's called uh, Shoot and Print. Uh, and another one is just one of those um, programs that's built for photo booths. Excuse me. And um, so it goes, I shoot, it goes straight to the laptop into the program. The program is set up so that it automatically pulls any picture from any folder you tell it to. So when so I shoot, watch a folder. it watches a folder. And every time a picture hits that folder, it grabs it and brings it into the program, applies the mask or label or whatever I'm putting on it, and then you just hit print, and it prints it out. Or it'll print it out automatically. You can have it set to just automatically print everything that hits the folder. Oh, okay. So, like, it'll, for example, when, when you put a, a mask or a label, like, on the image. So you're talking about, like, a little Billy Sandberg's bar mitzvah. Right, right. 2015 or right. whatever. It'll apply that automatically. Automatically. And you, so you can have a set where you just pull the trigger. It pulls it in, applies it, and prints it. Wow. But we don't do that because many times you need to print multiple copies. Because you take like four or five pictures and there's only one out of those four or five. Or you take one picture and you need three copies because there's three kids in a picture. Okay, I got you. So we print it. It pops up and you go, how many? Oh, you hit three, enter. Prints out three. Wow. Couldn't be any easier. It's pretty cool. Um, They can be glitchy sometimes. You know, the software and everything can be. eh, eh. But here's what's interesting. Um, When it comes to photo booth anyway, I am going to start offering a new option. And I bought a ring light uh, from a friend of mine who was selling her ring light. So I bought it. It's a big, <clears throat> constant ring light. Yeah, it's like one of the big 22-inch yeah. ring lights. And I am going to start offering, and with the photo booth, we have two options. You can get the photo booth as we normally do. You can get the prints, et cetera. For a slightly lesser price, you can get the photo booth with no prints. Instead, I will have my operator stand there with a constant on ring light, and she will take all the photo booth pictures with the phones of the kids who come up. Oh. Because you know the prints are nice, but they really want the picture in their phone. Right, they really do. So I thought, what if you offered a service with a big ring light where they come up and you go, "Great, get in there and put on your stuff. Great, hand me your phone. Great, click. There you go, hand me your phone. Great, click, and you take and boom, and they all get it in their phone. Thank you, and they off they go. Don't you feel like that they would be wanting to do that anyway? Like if you're doing the prints, and then half the time your operator's getting asked to take a picture with their phone. Yes, but when you're doing the prints, you use a flash. So right. the light's not that good. If you're in a dark room, especially, the light's not, not, not that good. Oh, I hear you. And, and we've been lucky that people don't really ask to do that too much. I'll just tell the little, little effers no. Like, yeah. Like, well, my, I, this we, is my intellectual I, yeah, my, property. My operator hasn't really... You, when, and I do. If you have one or two that ask you to do it, you have to tell them no, because once you start it now, everyone wants to do it, and you're slowing down the line. Uh-huh. So you can't do it. But I just thought, what when if we just operator, did phones? operator, I keep thinking like you're in the CIA. No. That would be so cool. No. But so you, uh, so you, uh, so I thought, hmm, I'll offer that and see if anybody takes me up on it. And? I, well, I haven't had it offered yet. Oh, I see. All right. Okay. Because I think there are going to be people who are going to say, well, no, I want them to get something. You know, they should get like a little party favor. But if you think about it, they really want it in their phone. That's really where they want it. They want to be able to send it out immediately. They want it in their phone. So why don't you just let me take it with their phone? Yeah, there is a uh, a service at the uh, White House Custom Color Party this last year at Imaging USA. They had like a uh, uh, animated photo booth, you know, where yeah, it I makes did that. an animated gift. Yeah, we we did that over there, and 
and it basically it, it texts you a link to download your thing. And there are systems out there. I just don't know what they are. So, um, but hey, if you've got a, a a quick and easy solution to get people images from a photo booth, go ahead and send us an email. Questions photobombpodcast dot com, and we will post it on the Facebook page, or maybe talk about it in another episode, or maybe we'll just send you back a picture of us flipping you off. You never know what you're going to get. But just I think send the, us an email. The bigger question, though, from Scott is, you know, printing on site. Would you want to do it? When would you want to do it? And how would you do it? And the biggest problem with printing on site is if you want to print on site for something other than like a photo booth, like, I don't know, you want to print eight by tens, right? the printer is going to cost you a bundle. Right. Yeah. Because like you can spend, oh, I don't know, $700 on a four by six printer. It's going to cost you another grand or more to jump up to eight by 10. Uh, this uh, like a single purpose just rips off eight by tens. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not cheap. The problem with an eight by ten is that people can't really go home holding an eight by ten. Right. You know what I mean? Like a four by six or a five by seven. Those are portable. You can a lot of you can stick them in a purse. Right. You can put them in the inside pocket of a coat or whatever, and it's not a big pain to get them out. But um, in the times where I have done it, and the times where I've needed to do it for corporate stuff, I've outsourced the printing to a third party. Where I hire somebody to come and do it. <clears throat> like, who do you hire? Like, is- there was a company in Tampa I've used a couple of times, but it's been several years since I've used it. A lot of times, if the um, any local um, distributor of those printers will have somebody that they can contact huh. to do that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they won't do it themselves, but they'll be able to refer you out to somebody. I've done that in the past, which has been pretty cool. All right. Yeah, and um, w- the first time I ever did it was when I very with like 2006 when I first started doing photography. The first paid photography gig I ever got was shooting headshots, believe it or not, at a uh, medical convention, and it was like a for a not for profit that had a booth in their trade show, and they wanted to get the doctors to be able to have headshots. They also had funny props and giant comical syringes and stuff to take pictures with, and floppy hats, giant stethoscopes, and um, we were printing on site. And this is, in a pinch, you can do this, and it works fine. HP makes us a line of these little lunchbox printers, and I'm sure a few other manufacturers do too. But they're about as big as a lunchbox, and they just rip off 5x7s. And it takes about 5 or 6, sometimes depending on the, the level of detail and the image, can take about you know 10, 10 seconds to print one off. But it's really not very uh, uh, not very expensive. And those ten seconds is pretty quick for a lunchbox printer. Yeah, it was pretty good. Well, if you put it was a quality setting. It all depends on the quality yeah. setting because because most of the time the little printers it's like a minute. <clears> if you or two. set your program to shoot it, shoot it off in like pr- pr- proof printing mode rather than full detail. And for these, it was just basically like goofy photos on white that are four by sixes. So I just shot it off as like proof. But I think you know you're looking at maybe thirty to forty five seconds for a five by seven in like full detail mode. I mean they're pretty good these lunchbox printers. And um and I don't know if that's what they're called. This is what I call them because they look like a lunchbox. But right. then they have a um. Uh, well, I've got one on my desk. I've got a Canon selfie on my yeah, desk. And they've got uh, multi-card readers on the front of them. Yep. And so I basically, I had a guy running up to my camera after every seven or eight people that went through, and he would take it and plug it in and right. print straight from the card shooting in JPEG to the printer and just ripping off five by four by sixes, rather. And I did that in a pinch, and it worked fine for the event. If you're going to take it on as like something that you're going to do a lot, I would not recommend that. No. But in this case, it worked really well, and it was actually it was actually a pretty cool uh, pretty cool solution that I was able to use in a pinch. But you know, I think in most situations, if you're going to be printing on site, that four by six is going to be as big as you want to go. Yeah. I if you're printing any, if, if the prints you're providing are going, if you want to provide eight by tens. Then you start to run into a quality issue, I think. Anything, any, any, you'll be tossing any, a lot of them. Well, any picture that's important <laughs> enough to print as an eight by ten deserves to be printed decently, right? As an eight by, you know, I mean, what would you, what would you be printing as an eight by ten? What would you be taking on site that people want an eight by ten of? I don't think prom people, picture. People don't want to carry an eight by ten. Yeah, that's the yeah. other problem. They don't want to carry it, right? Yeah. In that case, I would take orders. 
you know. And what I have done in the past uh, at another job is I had a local one-hour photo place on standby, like a local CVS or a Walgreens. And obviously, this isn't if you're working in the um, portraiture business and you're you're doing fine portraits or whatever for clients. This is not exactly the quality you want to give to them. But so you say what? So you're saying. We don't want to be printing at the drugstore for the two thousand dollar client. <laughs> no, for no, I'm for an event photography. Right. I actually because a lot of times these corporate events, there's like a big blast of people, and then they all go into a big conference that lasts like right. two or three hours. Right. In those cases, I have taken my card to the closest Walgreens CVS, who I've called ahead of time, said I'm coming in and I'm going to need three hundred four by sixes. Can you turn that around in an hour? And they'll be yeah, just as long as they know to staff somebody. And to make sure, they'll do it for you, no problem. I've done that several times for these corporate events to where rather than printing on site and buying the equipment, I just found the closest one-hour photo place, and they'll rip off a bunch of 4 by 6s for you right from the card, no problem. Hey, that's not a bad idea. And I've done it I've done it several times. When you think about the investment of buying the printer for seven or 800 bucks or whatever it is, and all the, the toner and the ink and then dealing with it, and then a lot of times if you buy that and you don't do this work all the time, you've got a printer sitting somewhere just collecting dust right you know and whereas it doesn't it'll cost you you know to print a bunch of four by sixes in mass at like a cvs is going to cost you you know you know maybe i don't know what they charge 25 cents 45 cents 50 i don't know what i haven't done it in a while but it's not it's less than a dollar for a four by six right so um you know in a pinch you can do that too if you don't want to pony up and buy the equipment so i hope that answers your question yep all right scott thanks for that question and i also want to go over we in our live video talked a little bit about um when people listen to the show. I'm very interested in what people are doing. Um, and um, we probably um, have people listen to the show when they're doing something else and don't remember anything that we say. We're just background noise, which is fine. Correct. Uh, but Zach Thomas says that he listens to the show when he's wetting. 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 Like editing, editing weddings. Editing, editing a wedding. Editing, I can't even say that. Before, editing, before editing today, I'd never heard that before. Yeah, I haven't either, but I like it. It's quite clever. Wedding. It's quite clever. Editing, editing weddings. Yeah. Wedding, wedding editing. Wet, wet, ed, ed. Yeah, it's hard to say, right? Wedding. It doesn't you know roll I have off trouble, the tongue. You know what I have a problem with is saying boy, girl, boy, girl. Boy, girl, boy, boy, boy. Boy, I, boy girl, boy, girl. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what else you got over there, Boo? I had to make a video. I haven't posted it yet. I'm going to post it soon. I had to make a, a video for the IPC. You know, IPC Live is coming up, the uh, the uh, webcast that I do during the International And you are the face of the International I am the face of the IPC. So they said, hey, make a, just a quick video for us with your phone or whatever so we can put it out there, you know, quick you know, promotion, social media. So I made the video uh, with my camera, and then I edited it. And, of course, I added a bunch of, you know, uh, little funny things to it. And so then I sent it off to them, and then uh, they were back, and they're like, oh, yeah, can we get one? Uh, can we just get the raw footage from, <laughs> from this? <laughs> can, we, can we get the one without you being all cutesy? <laughs> that. So they're going to edit out your so they, stuff. So I was like, okay. So I just sent them the raw footage. But I was like, so once they finally send that out on social media, because they, what they said was, can we just get it bare so we can put our logos and stuff on it? Uh, so, yeah, right, okay. okay. So once they do that, and once they get it out there, then I'm going to post – my version as well, and I will let the chips fall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will let I will let you guys decide which version is better: the version where I put the stuff in, or the version where they put the stuff in. Uh, well, um, so speaking of um, uh, funny videos, actually, that's got nothing to do with it. We actually have <laughs> we have a uh, a sponsor, a new sponsor. Oh yeah, you mentioned that on the line. I feel but... like we should talk about it before the end of the show, yeah, so that people actually hear. It. People don't necessarily make it to the end of the show. So my lab, uh, White House Custom Color, who I I love, has has agreed to sort of work with us on the show, and they want to provide a uh, a promotional uh, deal for our listeners. So 
Um, we have, uh, they have a really cool thing that you can buy through them called their sample sets. So if you are not familiar with their sample sets, they're basically marketing materials that feature all their products and they're unbranded so that if you're starting out in your photography business and um, you need a way to give your clients like a pamphlet that says we have these framed things and these canvas things and just to show all the products that are available, White House sells these beautiful sample sets that are samples of all of their products and product menus that don't say White House custom color on them so they look like they're your studios, which is pretty cool. So, And you can order them from whcc.com slash product slash sample sets or sample dash sets, I think. And if you buy a sample set right now, today, from White House Custom Color, and you use the code PHOTOBOMB20, all one word, you will get $20 off when you spend $30 or more on sample sets. So if you get... Uh, wow, that's not $30, you get 20 off? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a hell of a deal. So it's pretty cool, especially if you, if you are adding product lines or you want to show your clients what you can do and you don't want to spend... $5,000 buying one of everything from them to show. You can get a whole brochure and, all, and samples of all their products to show, their, show your clients what you uh, can make for them, which is pretty cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. So uh, thanks for White House Custom Color for doing that from us. And we will post a link to that on the Photobomb Facebook page for your enjoyment. We were talking, I was just talking about uh, White House Custom Color the other day because I was talking about the uh, convention going to the uh, the Big Imaging USA and, yeah. and White House Custom Color has a big party. and They throw a, a sick party with yeah, an open Miller's, bar. My lab, yeah. Miller's, throws a party for the Miller's people. A lot of the um, you yeah. know big vendors have little private parties and big private parties. But I wondered about the White House Custom Color party if it's going to reach critical mass soon. You think like there might be too many people at the party? Yeah, the White House, because a lot of people are starting going to that party. And I wonder if there's going to be a point where White House is like, listen, this has gotten out of hand. A few years ago, um, not too many years ago, my first year Imaging USA which was 2000 and 2009 maybe last not the last time it was in Nashville but the time it was before that and it was like it was private you had to get an invite yeah i th- i think i think we may be seeing that come again because otherwise it just becomes a gross amount of money they have to spend because everybody comes to the party. I don't know. Um, I, I, hey, I think it's awesome. Like, if they, if they continue to do it, that'll be great because I'll keep yeah. going and eating all the food and drinking all the booze. No right. problem. Because that's what my lab did because I, I believe Miller's used to have a big party and then they finally were like, oh, it's gotten out of hand and so now it's like invitation only. And I would be disappointed only because it is my favorite party of the, of the event. It's a good party. I would like to go to the White yeah, House party. party. And you so s- is the Miller's party. We're going to keep doing this where every time you say something good about White House Custom <laughs> Color, I'm going to say something good about Miller's. <laughs> Get them to sponsor the show we are lucky in that the two of us we, we both have like i would say the, the two strongest most biggest best labs are the millers and white house custom thing. color yeah you see them oh, oh, the most it's the coke and the pepsi you're the coke and the pepsi i'm the, the coke the and you're the pepsi <laughs> no no you are the pepsi i am the coke yeah. gross how dare you sir how dare you how dare how, you counselor 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 how dare you call me pepsi i like pepsi what's wrong with pepsi it's not coke I like Pepsi. Coke is too uh, harsh. I like Pepsi sweeter. Nah, that pe- that's why I don't like it. It's so sweet. You feel like your teeth are coated in syrup after you drink it. As opposed to Coke, which is just, I don't know, like organic. Yeah, practically. <laughs> <laughs> it's mother's milk. Yes. Uh, it's straight from nature. <laughs> and now it's Irish. For, is there is potatoes involved? Why? Why is Irish it, potato? Why, why is it? Why? Why do you slip into that accent when you say "straight from nature," Gary Hughes? I don't know. It's straight uh, from nature. Suddenly, it's Marty McFly in the third episode. Irish Coca Cola. Taste the nut flavor. <laughs> oh, Marty McFly. Yes, the lack of flavor. It's true Irish Coke. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's, I, that makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, there's absolutely no collect connection between Coca-Cola and Ireland. Mm, or nature and I'm Ireland. I'm sure you can buy Coca-Cola in Yes, Ireland. but there's no, I mean, there's just no, it's just so ambivalent that you just went off into an Irish accent when yeah. you decide to say straight from nature. I love it when I do something funny and then you proceed to explain I can't, it. I'm not explaining it. I'm wondering where it. it came from. And first of all, let's go a little bit easier on the I did something funny line. <laughs> Uh, you did something. You said it's straight from nature. <laughs> That's the end of the line. Yeah. I did something. You did something. You said straight from nature. And for no reason whatsoever, you did it in an Irish accent. Yeah, I don't know. And it's I'm trying default. to figure out what in your brain, where was the connection that made you go Irish? This is gonna be, I'm going to say this as an Irish person. I don't know. Nature, green, Irish spring, Ireland. There I am. Oh, uh, wait. Ah, there it goes. The soap connection. And the soap when connection. When you think nature, you think, uh, green. you think the Irish Spring commercials. I think green, and then I think of, you know, Irish Spring soap is green. And what was the Ireland. Irish Spring? What was their, what was their catch line? Okay. I wasn't, no, there's the 2000 parts one, and the Irish Spring was like, you know, wash off the whiskey. I don't know what <laughs> But they had, what was, they had a tagline. Obviously so famous, neither one of us can remember it. Ah, Irish Spring, because you got to go to work in the morning. <laughs> no, that's not what it was. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but I think it might have had the word nature in it. And maybe that's why. I'm trying I apologize to, out, to, I'm to any, to out how your if we have works. any listeners in Ireland. I know we have a couple in the UK, so uh, uh, just in case they're Irish. Sorry for my bad accent. Do you think that we would have offended the Irish people? No, probably not. Listen, let me tell you something about offending people. Somebody comes to me and says I <laughs> offended You have your PhD. Them. If they come to me people. and they say I offended them, I'm going hardcore in the offensive direction straight at them. Just keep going. I'm going hard at them. I'm going to go hard at them. You, in, you, and what do you thin think that skin. Is? What is that in your, in your brain that makes you uh, want to do that? Like when someone comes to you and say that you've offended them, then what is it that, uh, what part of you makes you want to, to, to offend them more? Okay, you were talking about offending people, so I continued that riff, which is not the same as taking on an Irish accent for no reason whatsoever, Gary Hughes. It's just the idea of analyzing something. No, it's not the same at all. Yes, it is. You boo-rate it. If I just suddenly started talking like a leprechaun in the middle of this conversation, <laughs> would, you, would you just accept that and move on? Or would you be like, I'm sorry, why are you talking like a leprechaun? Because they're always after me lucky charms. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That was like a harsh leprechaun. That's like the leprechaun from the movie. They're always after me lucky charms. Yeah, now, I'm, now I'm a pirate. Played by, played by Warwick Davis, by the way, <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, terrifying film. So, hey, we got some stuff coming up. Oh, we do. Uh, yes, point. we do. Uh, we're still, well, IPC we mentioned. Yeah, International Photographic Competition. And I think next week we're going to talk, since we're getting closer and closer to the IPC deadline, we're going to talk about uh, so how to submit prints versus digital and a, a little bit of okay. a competition will okay. be one of our topics. Next, next episode week. will be a little bit of a competition episode? Yeah, we'll talk a little okay. bit more about competition since you are the face of the IPC. I am, in fact, the face of the IPC. Um, coming Des- up, Despite um, my video being rejected. Very soon this month, at the end of this month, I will be in Texas in the, I think, Houston area for the Texas Professional. Photographers Association, and I will be doing a headshot program for their Texas summer school as well as judging their competition. If you're in the area, you can make it over there. Uh, come in see the me. where? Huh? In the where? In who? In where? In the where? You said in the area? In the area? Yeah, okay. In in the in the area? In the area? <laughs> and then uh, is that in Massachusetts? Massachusetts. <laughs> this this is going bad. I just say everybody makes fun of me because I say Massachusetts you do say instead Mass- of Massachusetts. Yeah, well, you know, you shouldn't do that. I know. Why is that, Boo What is it about you? That well, I'll tell you. <laughs> I can't do an Irish accent. And then so uh, in July, I will be at the uh, the PPA Louisiana and New Orleans, speaking at their convention also. And so if you want to come hang out with me in NOLA, we'll be having a good all time right. to do that. That should be awesome with all my Louisiana people. And then coming up, coming up in a world. 
we will be going home, you and me, to a place where this podcast all started at the Focus Convention. Focus 2016. Oh, oh I couldn't figure out where you were going with that. We like, be, it started in my house. What are you talking is about? September. Focus is coming up September 10th through the 12th. 10th through the 12th. Just, 10th through the 12th. I got it. 10th through the 12th. All right. All right. I got it. All right. I was just looking it up. Bagash and Begora. <laughs> Jason Pickle. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. All right. Um, so we will be doing Photobomb Live. We know that to be true. We were invited. I thought we were still in negotiations on that. Negotiating what? They're not going to pay us. Well, I know, but like, I'm, whether or not I'm going to be available. You are available. Yes, we're going to do it on Sunday, I think. Sunday night. Okay, because I don't know if I'm going to be there. I'm not going to be there on Saturday. That would be the uh, 11th, I think. I have a wedding. Yeah. Oh, so we'll be there on uh, Saturday, September 11th. <laughs> I can't stop now. Sunday, September 11th, us. I think, we will be doing Photobomb Live from Focus 2016 yes. in Orlando, Florida, at the Florida Hotel and Conference Center, located near the beautiful tourist district where you can go to all of the uh, all of the all of the themed restaurants. Let me tell you, let city. me tell you, it's a great hotel because it's attached to a mall. Attached to the Florida Mall. Yeah. And so you can walk straight into the mall and straight to the food court. And let me tell you, that is the bomb. It is a good food court. Well, I mean, just, just an, any food court. When anytime you're at a convention, and being got, a, being having having a food court nearby is just a lifesaver because absolutely. you can go eat and everyone can go eat whatever they want. You don't get into the whole let's spend 20 minutes deciding where we're going to go. Well, who's driving? Well, I don't know. Are you going to drive? And who are we going to go? But I don't like it is food. a very convenient place. You can just like let's go to the food court, and then you know you get your Sparrow, and and I get my oh, uh, Chick Fil A. Yeah, diarrhea pizza. No thanks. Oh, the folks at Sparrow, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they are never going to sponsor the podcast. There are three things I hate: Sparrow, Dunkin' Donuts, and poverty. What's I hate those three things. What's wrong with Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, that's another show. Let's it's a go. donut. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's a donut. <laughs> the donuts are the only thing at Dunkin' Donuts that aren't terrible. Well, there's you know Baskin Robbins is there too. Yeah. Um, My first job was at Baskin Robbins, dude. Don't be talking bad about Baskin. I'm Robbins. not talking bad about Baskin Robbins. Okay. I'm saying that I'm I'm not much of a fan of the coffee situation at Dunkin' Donuts. And you know, what is it with that? Because I know people who love Dunkin' Donuts coffee, and I'm like, no. Nah. It's not great. No, I don't think it's that good either. But again, all of our all of our listeners in the Northeast that are Dunkin' Donuts people, they like, I gotta have my Dunkin'. Gotta have my Dunkin'. Really? Yeah. It's oh, a yeah. big deal. And they're from Massachusetts. Massachusetts? <laughs> from Massachusetts. My living in California was Winchell's Donuts. That was a big thing out there. And then also up in Virginia and everything was Krispy Kreme before they went nationwide. I am I am all over Krispy Kreme. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with Krispy Kreme. But, yeah, that, but I'm not a big fan of the coffee at uh, Dunkin' Donuts either. So yeah. we're, we're, we're together. We'll on talk that. about that next week. All right. Uh, we will see you next week. In the meantime, be sure and check us out online, photobombpodcast.com. And also you can uh, find Gary at HughesFiorelli.com. You can find me at BrewerPerry.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com. Jesse Facebook.com <laughs> slash photobombpodcast. Is that correct? I think that's right. I mean, I, mean, I can look right here. Uh, yes. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Photobomb Podcast. Nailed it. Right, and we will see you uh, right back here next week. Go for your life. <laughs> You're so waiting to do that. <laughs> see you later.